Welcome back to Facts with your hosts, back. Caroline and Jasmine. Um, we're here. Period. Uh, we have Fresh. honestly been kind of like, what can we talk about? It's getting kind of hard, and I think that's because we're busy in life. Yeah. Uh, been going through it, but we decided we look. We did a little like looking back at what we've done, and one of our very first videos was about Harry Potter. So I thought it's been a little over a year. Why not do like a little recap? Where are we now in terms of our emotions towards Harry Potter? And also because you started reading the books now. I've started reading the books. I've watched uh, the two Fantastic Beast movies, and I've also like. I now feel like I know a lot more than I did a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I've done some more research as well, and I've just, you know... Like, when we started, you were just, like, Draco Malfoy. Yeah, true. And, <laughs> no, and, I, and now is, you're more into serious Black. <laughs> no, but the thing is, right, because especially... Like, let's let's talk about Draco Malfoy for a moment here. Okay. You brought it up, so this is on you. Okay. But I've been, you know, looking, and to be honest, Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy are not that far from each other. No, and that's the thing. Both of them, it's the whole the mother's love, and it's, you know, and I think there was an interview with Tom Felton where he was like, honestly, you know, Harry, yeah, he had a shitty, you know, growing up, but once he got to school, he had all these great role models on how to be a wizard. Mm-hmm. Draco didn't. No. His wizard, you know, everything he knew about being a wizard was being a bad wizard. Yeah, because his role model was his dad, who was yeah. horrible. And it also turns out that uh, Draco was number two with in regards to grades. Like, Hermione was number one, and he was number two. Hmm. So this also goes to show that, like, he wasn't stupid. No, and I think that's also quite He just wanted different. his dad's approval, which is yeah. sad. Yeah, and that's, that's what we were also talking about the last time, that it's kind of different your perspective of looking at harry potter is really different mm-hmm. as mine was before i watched it again with you because you didn't watch it when you were a kid you didn't like grow up in this like no. magical thingy and that's the thing that for me i all i was seeing you know magic yeah you know good people bad no, but people I think, fun like also some I, i'm very analytical when i watch stuff yeah that's true and like because we were watching um we were watching the crimes of grindelwald yesterday with uh, me and my sister and there were some things that i would notice where she was like oh i didn't even like think about that because it was like a small detail for example um we had just learned that um that, you know, the Phoenix was, like, Dumbledore's family's, you know, like, thing. And that one of our Dumbledore's in need, mm-hmm. it'll, like, come to help them. And I was like, that's kind of weird because it's, like, one guy who keeps carrying around, like, this baby chick. And I was like, that's uh-huh. just weird. And then it turned out to be a Phoenix. Oh, okay. And she was like, oh, she hadn't noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, she hadn't noticed the conversation. Because the conversation of him being, of them saying that the Dumbledore Phoenix thing was only, like, you know, like, a 10, 15 second thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't a big part of it. But that's also, I think... Um, because when when Caroline is reading the books, she always, like, gives me a recap on the mm-hmm. phone when I'm working. And she's like, did you know that this happened in the book? And oh, yeah, no, listen. Let's just for... I, first of all, <laughs> we're going to do a whole separate... We might do yeah. seven separate videos on each book. We'll Whoa. see. Or we'll just do a whole book thing. Because... 
I'm now up until uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, the third one. There are so many things, so for both in the first and the second, and so far in the third, I'm like, why isn't that in the movie? Yeah. And there's also something where they completely, like, just... Change it. Change, like, ignored it. Yeah. Or changed it. And, like, for example, in the third one, so far, you know, when they all go to Hogsmeade, Harry doesn't go. Yeah. He might go later. Maybe. I don't know. But he doesn't go the first time. He doesn't sneak off. And we always have this discussion that we never understood why, you know, directors keep changing things when it's, like, written down. But what I wanted to point out is that, like, it's you... In the book, when you read something, you know, it's so much more detailed. Yeah. And in the movie, you can just see, like, I don't know, like a quote. Yeah, like, in the first one, they dropped the entire plot line of Hagrid's dragon. I know in the movie you see it like briefly and then he has like the egg and whatever. Yeah, that's it. But it's a whole plot line in the book from like egg to dragon and to the dragon being taken away by Charlie Weasley. You also in the books get a lot more information on the other family members of the Weasley family tree, whatever. Just like in general, other characters. Yeah, you get a lot more information on other characters, which kind of helps build also the fact that the trio have a whole life like outside of the trio. Yeah. And that just annoys me. Um, anyways, let's also yeah, let's just talk quickly talk about how, you know, Dumbledore decided that suits were not it. Suits were not it. We're going to wear robes. But no. to be honest, though, same. <laughs> if I was 115 years old, maybe yeah. I wouldn't bother. Maybe I wouldn't want to put on a suit. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I feel like there's a certain But McGonagall age. also, like, they all kind of wear those cloaks and shit at the school which mm-hmm. is weird because in the like when they go to the castle in the twenties, they're not wearing like robes and shit. The teachers aren't wearing robes. Maybe the you know like 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 old fashion always comes back. But to be honest, Lupin doesn't wear a robe either. Oh, when he teaches. However, one thing I've noticed, especially this was especially in the first and the second book. Most of the teachers wear hats. Most yeah. people. Most wizards and witches wear hats. pointy hats. Especially when in the first movie they go to the, um, what's it called? What street is it? Diagon Alley. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's wearing hats. Yeah, like pointy hats. Yeah, and Gilderoy Lockhart also wears hats. Mm-hmm. Also, Gilderoy Lockhart in the first, in the second one, is like obsessed with Harry in the yeah. book. Like constant, like obsessed. You don't get that in the movie. Not really. You get a little bit of it, but like literally in the book constantly Mm. and there's just a lot of things like there's a lot of these side characters like there's peeves the poltergeist which is in the books a lot Mm -hmm. because he just kind of like is annoying okay he's not in the movies no which is sad because he brings a lot of like he's funny yeah you know like he's just he's funny and there's also you get um when in the third one when the fat lady gets ripped out of her painting um, Sir Codigan takes over, mm-hmm. and before he takes over, like, the whole previous, like, a couple chapters before, they couldn't find the, um, divination room, because mm-hmm. it was, like, up far, and they meet him in the painting, and at first he's like, who are you? I want to fight you, and then he's like, oh, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and so there you have, like, a whole chapter where he's, like, in it. Yeah. So it's again, you're just getting a lot of, you know, like... More information and more, yeah, more characters. Yeah, Yeah. But also, I think 
just again go going back a little to like looking deeply into the things mm-hmm. which um there's an iconic line from the previous episode we did like you didn't understand the economic background mm-hmm. of the harry potter do you understand it now nope no fair no, enough because i didn't in so again in in like in these fantastic beasts beasts movies it's they're in america yeah right is the whole first one is in America. Okay. They never talk about what money they use. Mm-hmm. Ever. They never mention money. Is it in the books, though? Like a the Fantastic Beasts. They're not movies. No, not books. not the Fantastic. The no. like. There they just money. talk about the um, galleons, because yeah. they're in Britain. Yeah. They don't mention anything in any of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Hmm. Uh, the only thing they do mention is that you know the Americans don't call Muggles. Muggles, they call them non-match. Mm-hmm. And then Grindelwald does this whole speech where he's like the the no spells. So there there are different words mm-hmm. for muggles. So that's not just like a that's that's just a British okay. thing. Yeah. And you also see the way that like in the US, at least in you know, when this is set in the twenties, beasts were illegal. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, okay, so there is politics. There is wizard politics. There is also the whole wizard um, council. Okay. With, like, an international wizard council and stuff. So there are politics behind it. And there are, like, you know, each country has their own laws. But there's also, like, an international kind of, like, Geneva convention for wizards. (laughs) Um, We also get that they, the wizards did not fight in the wars. Mm -hmm. They were not part of World War I. Okay. Uh, and that's, I know that because he meets like a, a you know, a normal human. Mm-hmm. Newt meets a normal human. Mm-hmm. And he says something about like, oh yeah, he worked in the war and Newt's like, what war? Okay. Uh-huh. And this was in 29 and the war ended in, I believe, 1918. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's only been 10 years. Like you, you would know. Yeah, you would, you would. You would know, hopefully. Huh, that's actually interesting. So there's a lot there, too, where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, they also go to a bar. In America. And they have, it's a speakeasy, and you know what they have? They have giggle water. Giggle water? Giggle water, and literally he takes a shot <laughs> and he giggles. I love it. I love it. But do you know what else you can get at a bar in New, which funnily enough, this is set in New York. Then it's a perfect choice. Because our drink of the week is Manhattan, which is gross. No offense. It, it's really if strong. If you like it, go for it. Ooh, well. It's with whiskey, vermouth, uh, orange bitters, and you can just like cherish it with a garnish it, sorry, with a cherry or a lemon. And it's a very strong drink, so basically, there's no other things than alcohol in it. Yeah. Which is, you know, wonderful. It's kind of like a Negroni. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to be careful with that. Then don't drink it for, like, an empty stomach or something. And just like with every other drink, you know, we don't really know the origin, like, history, history about it. We can... I found, like, some information about it. There's a saying that it was created in New York by by Dr. Ian Marshall in the early uh, eight, um, 1800s. 
And it was made for a party for uh, Lady Randolph Churchill, who was the mother of Churchill. And as we all know, Winston Churchill was a heavy drinker. He liked his booze and he liked it to be boozy. He was. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, people who are saying, like, she was pregnant at the time and she was in England, so she could not party in New York while and drinking while she was pregnant. But... Sucks to suck. You believe what you want to believe, and <laughs> true. Yeah, and it and be, and it become really really famous right after it was invented, and like now as well. If you go to America or just like a random bar, oh, you can Manhattan is always yeah. on the list because it's a really like you know the first options. Yeah, you can find. And there's a lot of different types of Manhattan as well. There's dry Manhattan, um, Scotch Manhattan, Perfect Manhattan, and Rob Roy Manhattan, which I'm not going to get into details now, no. but if you want to get more details, you can find it on the website, which is thefactspc.com. Smooth. Right? Thank you. And also the recipe will be up there as well, and also on Instagram in the stories, uh, like the highlights at mm-hmm. FactsPC on Instagram. So, yeah, there's one more thing, though. <laughs> it's really important that you can't shake it. You can only stir it. Because if you shake it, then it's going to get, like, foamy and a weird, really bad taste. So don't shake it. Stir it. Important. Speaking of things that make me want to drink, Snape. Snape. So Snape, I have gone back and forth a lot with whether or not I like Snape because... Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a big struggle for me as well. I have decided that I think I like him as a person. I don't like him as a teacher. Uh-huh. And I agree. And that's especially because of something I just read recently in the third book, which is mm-hmm. that he is, during potions class, Neville is like fucking up. Mm-hmm. And then because he's fucking up, Snape is like, you know what? Uh, you have until the end of the class, and we're going to feed your potion to your toad. And as we all know, Neville loves his toad. Knowing that if the potion was wrong, his toad would die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that is just evil. Like, that is evil, bad, like... That's a bad teacher. Because it doesn't encourage you to make it good. It. He it's... doesn't encourage you to get better. No, it makes you fucking anxious. Yeah. It just no, and also the whole Boggart, Bogart, Bogart, the whole Boggart situation. Mm-hmm. They encapsulate. They will show you the thing you are the most afraid of in the entire world. And I am talking, you know, because these are these are thirteen year old kids. This could be zombies. This could be fucking anything. For Ron, it's giant tarantulas, which is fair enough because he was almost eaten by one. Mm-hmm. The thing Neville's the most scared of in the entire world is Snape. And that is, like, that's not how that should be. No. Also, um, speaking of things that don't happen in the fucking movie or in the book, Harry never goes up to the Boggart in the book. Mm. The Dementor never comes. It's, like, it, it doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Lupin calls class off as soon as, like, all the kids have gone, and that's it. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Why yeah. add that? The only he's thinking what it would be. You get like the little thought bubble. Uh huh. But it where he's happens. like, I don't know if it would be Voldemort or the Dementors. Yeah. But that's it. He also when he t- he goes to talk to Lupin when he's not at Hogsmeade, 
And he goes and he, you know, sits there. And then Snape brings in a potion, which we know is, like, the werewolf shit. Mm-hmm. But we don't know when we're reading, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're reading the book for the first time, you wouldn't know. Yeah. And Lupin is talking about how, like, he had Professor Snape make it because it's very, very hard to make. So you're getting the impression that, especially because, um, you know, Snape hated, you know, Lupin and his friends. Yeah. But he must have not hated Lupin. I guess Lupin was nice to him. Because he makes him this potion, which he explains takes, like, a long time and stuff. Um, However, uh, because, you know, Harry sees him get that potion thing, the next day, I think it's the next day, or it's, like, within a couple of days, Lupin is missing. Not missing, but he's, like, not, you know, at work. And we know why. Yeah. Harry doesn't know why. (laughs) And him and Hermione and Ron are all fully convinced that it's because Snape poisoned him. With the potion. And that's just kind of a funny little, like, side thing that they think Snape would poison a teacher. Uh, But, yeah, like, I agree with Snape in a way that he is, like, he he is probably, you know, a good person in life. But uh, I think also because of the how he was, you know, bullied as a student and stuff, he became that typical teacher who is like, okay, now I have the power and now you listen to me. Which you know, feel sad for him, but, like, don't do it. I think at the bottom of his heart, he was a good person. Yeah, he was a, he was a good person. It's kind of like, like with Draco. Yeah, It exactly. was just a shitty... Misunderstood. You know, situation to be in, I think. Yeah, definitely. You and grew also, up in a shitty environment, and you had shitty people around you. Yeah. And also, <coughs> at the really end of the last movie, when he dies... Sorry, spoiler alert, if you didn't see it, like, a ten year ago. Um, and Harry then sees the memories through his tear. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he, like, loved Lily and, like, stuff like that. And Yeah, but I feel like people are making debatable. that into this whole romance thing. And I'm like, why are we making... Why are men allowed to be dicks? Just cause no, but not, not, not also the romance. He was also protecting Harry. Yeah, I know. But, like, one thing again, like, yeah, not okay. to bring politics into <laughs> politics but one thing i'm kind of annoyed at is people keep being like no but he loved lily and like she didn't want him like poor snape bitch move on we do not need to make women are not the reason why men suck men suck because they're men let's just get that straight for a minute here first of all second of all leave lily the fuck out of this the fuck does she have to do with this shit that's true this is that is true anyways Song of the Week. I'm not even <laughs> going to try to do an intro. Song of the Week is Body and Mind by Girl in Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girl in Red is the indie pop project of a 23-year-old Norwegian girl, woman, named Marie Ringheim. Mm-hmm. Um, Paper Magazine described her as a queer icon. And she has received multiple awards for her gayness. Okay. I don't know. Can if you, you do that? I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how else to describe it. Okay. She's gay and she's won awards. Cool. Um, <laughs> she first started releasing EPs in 2018, which were recorded from her bedroom. And were mostly songs about, you know, women loving women and mm-hmm. mental health, which vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's best known for her song, I Want to Be Your Girlfriend, which trended on TikTok a while back. Um, the straight people took over, as they always do. It is what it is. Um, Body and Mind is from her debut album, which came out last year. 
And it's called If I Could Make It Go Quiet in no capital letters. Okay. Which I hate. I know. I hate it. <laughs> but it is what it is. And it's a song, it's like rooted in, in mental health in the sense that it's like trying to find peace between like your body and your mind. Because like she has explained in her song Serotonin that she has OCD and has intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And if you struggle with that, then you know that the intrusive thoughts, sometimes it's like your body and your mind don't feel connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what this is, is that, you know, what you want to do with your body doesn't always resemble the thoughts going on in your head. Okay. Um, yeah, one of my, fa- my favorite lyrics from the song. It's not that, there's, it's not that long song. It's not that long of a song either. Okay. Um, but one of my favorite lyrics is practicing self-love is something I don't really know. Mm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, I think everybody, I've never met a person who was good at self-love. Yeah. Let's put it there. That's for sure. Um, anyways, if you want to listen to more, I would recommend I'll Call You Mine. I Want to Be Your Girlfriend, obviously. And then Horny Lovesick Mess. And if you don't want to type these all up, you can just click the link in our Instagram bio where our Spotify playlist, Songs of the Week, is linked. That's Facts BC. Where you can find this song, my recommendations, and all the past songs of recommendations. We're getting so smooth at this to just like putting random... I know. Advertisements and promotions. Anyways, follow us on Instagram at Facts BC. Yeah. Anywho, Harry Potter... Um, yeah, no. So there's just a lot with her. Like, I am, I'm getting a better understanding of it. I'm not obsessed with Draco anymore. I've gotten over it. Thank God. Um, do I think Sirius Black should have been killed? No. No. Fuck no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, he didn't deserve that. I loved him. Mm -mm. Mm. He was wronged. And then you kill him? Rude. But also we just, going back a little to the uh, Draco Malfoy thing. I think they could... Um, get a lot of money if they would create like a Draco Malfoy movie. Oh, girl, they you know J.K. Rowling is in her bag. First of all, yeah, with all these like now Dumbledore secrets, like she could literally they could make a million spinoffs. They could make an entire like season two of Harry Potter mm-hmm. where you're following the children around. Yeah, yeah, and they could do also one thing I know people are interested in is the you know. Like, the pure blood thing that happened, you know, years ago with the oh, 28 yeah. original families. Um, I Like, if, if they were to create, like, a one-season special of, like, the black family history, would have loved it. Yeah. That's like, the they could do so much. They could create, like, the whole... As, like... I compared was, to the marvel universe I was, girl i literally i was talking to my sister about this yesterday i was like i think especially now because the fantastic beast thing it's it, they keep developing Boing. yeah they i think because it's also because i watched this analytical video the other day of how the marvel universe has kind of fucked it up for other movies now yeah because now basically if you want to create sequels you have to create a universe and that's hard to do and I think that's what Harry Potter is doing because what Harry Potter, they laid the foundation based, you know, they have the, the books, which are yeah. good. And then they have these movies and now they've laid the foundation. So we know the basics of how the world works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now they can really take this wherever the fuck they want, especially because the Harry Potter books are based in the um, late 90s. Yeah. 
girl. Like I think I, imagine I would the wizards get phones. I would watch it. Like I would, you know, they could literally create like series and movies about anything they want. They could. They could even go back to be like how it was with Lily and James. They could and even stuff. do a whole like, thing about Voldemort. Everything. You know, the yeah. first word. They could do a whole thing about the trolls. They could do yeah. a whole thing about those um the horse people. What the fuck are they called? Um You know what I mean. Kentor? Centaur. 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 I know it in Hungary. Yeah. <laughs> like they could do a whole fucking so thing. So much. Here. So Harry Potter, do more, do better. Do it without Jacob Rowling, if that's possible. Because the I thing is, it's a good, like, and that's what sucks. Like, yeah. you know, all her controversies and shit, and I really don't support what she's been saying and doing. Yeah. But I love, like, but she's I love a good fucking, it, it's yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah, it is. It's actually annoying. Like, this change. Because I pride myself in being very good at, like, I have removed, for, I've removed all the baby from, like, all my playlists, right? Like, I have mm-hmm. removed all Chris, most Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I think I kept the ones where he's, like, collaborating with people. And that's because sometimes I struggle with the whole, like, separating people in art. I, I should do better. Oh, I'm learning. That, that, but, but that is also really, really an interesting topic about, like, how can you separate someone as a person and an art they produce? Because what if the art is like fucking amazing? And that's the thing, because I, I struggle with that. Because listen, no matter what you want to say about Chris Brown, what he did was horrible. What he's done is horrible. Mm. He makes good music. Yeah. But I've removed most, I would say like 95% of his music from my playlists. Um, I've kept the pre-Rihanna situation. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I struggle with it. And, you know, every day we learn and every day we get better. And I think as long as you're aware, that's one thing. That's just, And that's, that's the thing with, with the whole Harry Potter thing. Because I'm like, it's also getting to a point now where... Because these aren't her books. She didn't write these books. The Fantastic Beasts thing, I think is like... She... I don't think she is like getting 100% of royalties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's... About that. Luckily, I watched them pirated, so she didn't get any money. I mean, nope, I didn't. Mm-mm. I would never. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, that was the time for today. Yeah, I mean, a little recap on how... We feel we about, Harry about Harry Potter. You know, it's always nice. Um, follow us. Again, please. At FXPC, and thank you. Instagram, and you can... Read all the articles at thefactspc.com and follow us on Spotify and follow us on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook and YouTube, YouTube and what all the other shit. Apple Music. <laughs> yeah, we have, we, have, we have a lot of links. We have a lot. TikTok as well. Yeah, true. We're f- so funny. Anyways. Um, well, thank, thank you. you. thank you for this beautiful journey yeah and if you heard noise outside that's because i have a door and what you know nature i I have a door thank you thank you and and have fun have a wonderful day whenever you're listening to this all right bye bye